Hello, you're listening to Monsters of Talk. Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I'm Jim Short. Hey, Jim, we're in America. We are in America. We're, we're back. In, we're in California. We're in our blue studio, mm. which we love, and we haven't been here for a long time. It's been ages, it seems like. We've been gallivanting about the planet. We've been all over the world. Uh, we've had our portrait painted. Oh, yeah. Where I had a bit of sort of trouble, because I've always thought of your eyes as blue, but mm-hmm. in truth... They are... They're a little bit green, but they kind of... I think they're mood eyes. They kind of change back and forth. <laughs> but I guess green and blue, that's not that many moods, so... Yeah, it's between... Yeah. Um, what do you think it's between? It's between, um, you know, indifference and... <laughs> and, um, and, and difference. <laughs> but one of, them, one of them is actually kind of a bit red. I have a sunspot on my eye. I didn't find this out. I noticed my, one of my eyes was red, bloodshot, and the other side is not. Mm-hmm. And um, I have uh, a sunspot on my iris. And that oh. will tell you how bright it is in Australia... I don't, I don't know how this happened, but I went to a doctor over there a couple of years ago, and he said, you have a pterygium, which I didn't know what they, I love how doctors, they have to show off all those years of school yeah. by using the word. And because he says, oh, you have a pterygium in your eye. And all I'm thinking is, oh, shit, how long do I have <laughs> before I die of this pterygium? And a pterygium is just a, um, it's a sunspot on your iris, and okay. then it inflames the blood vessels. Oh, okay. And... Uh, I can get it lasered off at some point. I don't notice Maybe. it, so I don't think you need to get it. It, it gets bad sometimes. This eye will be really red. But um, there's this bloke who lives next door to my parents over there. Mm-hmm. And he um, he worked, he was a bricklayer. And he mm. says, oh, I had one of them once. And because, um, you know, they're outside working all the time. Because I'm yeah. never outside. I don't know how I got exposed to that much sun that yeah. my eye is damaged. Because I'm the palest of white people ever. <laughs> But he was in the he was a bricklayer, and um, he said he had one. But he said he put his his head one day over the cement mixer, and all his shit fucking flew into my eyes, oh. and it cut it out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this bloke said. It cut it out, mate. It cut it out, say mate. To, say hi to Barry. Say hi to your eye. Say hello to Barry. Well, we have to explain to our listeners what we love—a movie called Snowtown Murders. Oh. And in one, I don't want to give it away. No. But um, there is a death in the film, and uh, you are revealed. Uh, it, the death is revealed mm. by somebody saying, "Say hello to Barry." Say hello to Barry, because <laughs> Barry's disappeared. It, it's complicated, mm. but yeah. I suggest you watch the film. It's a it's a great movie. Snowtown, Snowtown Murders. Snow I think t- it's the, called here in the yeah, states. Yeah, Snowtown Murders. Because you were you were told about it by Dave, our, our, our wonderful driver down in, in Australia. Dave Butterworth, who uh, really took took care of us, but he let us in on a bit of Australian darkness, which is their film noir. I guess it's noir, but it's also um, it's darker than noir. Yeah, it's pretty bloody. It's a because it, you watched it there. Right. I watched you it went there. and got it on Amazon. Yeah, I watched it a couple of times because I couldn't believe. Yeah. Because I was talking to Dave about Animal Kingdom, which I love that movie. Okay. And he's like, "Oh, if you like that, better get a little snow tan." <laughs> and then you talked a little bit about it. So I watched it when I came back to the states. It was yes. on Netflix. Yes. I queued it up, and Jesus Christ, is it bleak? There is something about Australia where it gets darker than anywhere else. Maybe because yeah. it. I don't know what it is. Something sunny about the place, mm-hmm. but so dark. Yeah, the only sun down there is in my eye. 
damaging my eyeballs. (laughs) And the rest of it's all just dark. And say hello to Barry, mate. Say hello to Barry. I was destroyed when I said hello to Barry. I was really, actually, I just didn't think. Yeah, I know, right? Because it was more say goodbye to Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye. Because Barry's character, well, you know, he's like, you don't want to give it away. I, I would suggest everybody... Go rent, watch Snowtown. Yeah. I think it's called Snowtown or Snowtown Murders in the US. Yes. But Barry is like a a, a gay he's character, older bloke, but older. He, he but he's he's he he just he just dresses in ladies' clothes though. In pink. In pink. And not not very not very like not that fashion forward either. And not that pretty in pink. Not that pretty in pink. Maybe a move. Or even a deep red. But pink? Yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> but everybody in this movie, is, they're, they're so disturbing. But that's, yeah, yeah that's, it's good Australian. It's, a, it's an amazing movie and it really, it really sticks with you. But yeah. it's so unsettling. It unsettled the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It. it took me down and then I had to watch it again because I, I didn't believe. Hmm. You know, I, f- I, 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 I watched the first time and I was like floored. And then I was like, I have to start this shit again. Because sometimes if a movie really moves me like that, and it's only happened a few times in my life, when a movie like really takes me, mm. I have to just do it justice, watch it again, and then see. Yeah. But um, that was our life uh, for a couple of weeks. We were in Australia. It was yeah. really fantastic. And we toured the whole country. And then we came back to America. Um, we went to... Atlanta, and now, today, we are back in Los Angeles for a one day to check in with our wonderful listeners and just sort of tell you what's going on. Mm. Um, we spent the weekend um, making uh, some stuff. We saw Bobby Lee, um, yeah, yeah. who was great, great. Bobby Lee. The great Bobby Lee, who uh, is like a koala bear, um, <laughs> where he will uh, grab you and hold you, but then be a little wicked. Yes. Well, like most koala, I think we needed that bib to put on. <laughs> when you when you when they give you a koala to hold, and they'll put a bib on you because they're kind of they don't know what they're going to do to you, so they want to protect you a bit. And that's the, yeah, maybe that's what we needed with with Bobby Lee because they're cute, yes, like Bobby, but they'll cut you. Yeah, they'll cut you. <laughs> they'll cut you deep. They'll do some damage. You never know with um, wild animals like 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 koalas and Bobby Lee. Yeah. But we also saw Dom Herrera. Brilliant. Brilliant. And a rare treat because... An Herrera treat. That's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. An Herrera. An Herrera treat. An Herrera treat. Dom well, is like a... He's that, he's that guy that, you know, he's just a master yeah. of stand-up comedy. And a brilliant guy. Somebody said to us, is he your mentor? And he got like really kind of... Um, you know, like a bit shy about it. I said, well, maybe not a mentor, but everyone looks up to him because he is that guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he's done it. When I was watching stand-up as as a teen, when I started getting interested in it, Dom was one of those guys where you saw him just crushing and you're like, yeah. holy shit, look at that. Yeah, do something like that. And we thought like, oh, what a great opportunity to talk to him about this murder. Yeah, right. Not a murder. It's like an accidental death. Kind of a, a manslaughter. <laughs> I think it was probably, um, I think it became down to manslaughter, but it was like this thing where he uh, and I were at Drew Carey's roast. This was like 95, 96, 97. I have to look it up. 
But uh, we were on the dais and um, we were seated next to Joey Adams, who's like 90 years old. And it was so crazy because Joey got up and left and then fell through, I think, a plank in the dais and fell maybe a good 12, 15 feet. And this is like intense because Joey's like 90 plus. Yeah. And so Dom and I were the first responders and we ran out and we looked at his body literally his body on the ground and we're like oh fuck we gotta do something (laughs) and then like i know that we called for help i know that we said something to get somebody to help but then dom and i just stared because we were like what the fuck should we do you know we already called people everybody was rushing around and um i think they they got they got joey and they joey died from that incident. Uh-huh. And Cindy Adams, who is also a gossip columnist, Joey Adams had been a very famous gossip columnist through the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, and then his wife, Cindy, sort of took over that job. But, um, you know, it, it was the last time that I think he was conscious was at right. that, that event. But Dom Herrera and I remember going back to the dais and looking out at the audience and there were a lot of people trying to figure out what was going on and there was a sort of a ruckus but there was also half the crowd still watching the show and um, I was asking Dom about it and he was saying well Bob Zaney was still doing a set (laughs) (laughs) you're never going to shake Zaney no well he probably maybe didn't even know no I don't think he knew because he was performing right and I think at that point he had lost a bunch of weight oh that's right he had yes yes so he was on the thin side and then so um it was a very chaotic, crazy night. Um, I think Michael Sphinx was there. Oh, wow. Um, doing a set of some, some kind. I, I remember Jeff Ross saying, oh, you know, Michael Sphinx, he's lying through his tooth. <laughs> 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 and that was sort of what sealed Jeff Ross's fate forever yeah. as a roast comedian. Right. Because it was like he's totally shitting all over Michael's. Was this televised? This was televised. Okay. And I believe... This is before the roast even were the big thing that yeah. they've become now on Comedy Central. No, they, they, they were not... They This may have been the first televised. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, because I know that it was a big deal that it was televised, and it was a big deal that they were trying to contain a death in the show. Yeah, right. You know, if you, somebody is like dying during the show, you would stop the show. You wouldn't keep going... Like they did. <laughs> well, you know, it stopped. Um, it stopped because it's funny. It's on my mind because we talked about it before earlier. A death stopped the Stones concert at Altamont, <laughs> but not not the roast of not, Drew Carey. Not a Fires Club <laughs> roast of Drew Carey. They kept going. They knew that Kipadada was going to be on in a second. They had to keep it going. But yeah, I mean, this guy was underneath the dais. You know struggling to hang on to life not just a guy he was a guy that was on the dais with us a famous guy yeah legendary guy in show business and they just sort of like you know they kind of let it happen and i think um nearly uh, a year after i was contacted i was subpoenaed to um go to the whatever the trial i don't know who was on trial but i was going to go to the court case to testify about the case and they were going to use um video from the show to prove oh, that I was wow. there and I knew that I was there and I was happy to go. I, yeah. I, I was like, I was part of this and I'm willing to go. But, um, I think what happened was the case was settled out of court before it even got to a place where I would have to testify. And, 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 and I told Dom Herrera about it and Dom was like, Oh, I didn't, 
I didn't get that call. Yeah. So he was never contacted. He, <laughs> he, he was lucky enough to be just left alone on that one. Yeah, but I, I was, um, they threatened to call me in, which would have been fine. I'm, I'm fine to testify. Right. I'm cool. I'll be on the stand. I'll tell you what happened from mm. my perspective. But, but Dom and I talked about it, and um, we were kind of like, mm, we don't really know, because like, I have a different take on it than he did. Who was being sued? Comedy Central? I wonder, if I, you get, I wonder if you get leaned on. I wonder if, like, you know, who was maybe. big in comedy at that time on Comedy Central? They, you just start getting calls from, like, now it would be like Jon Stewart. Yeah, if you, sh- <laughs> if you show up on Monday at that court, you're in trouble. Maybe. Um, <laughs> just as intimidation. It could be Daniel, Daniel Tosh. <laughs> calling people. Like, you know, at that point, it might have been Martin Lawrence. I don't know, Martin Lawrence. It might have been um, Alan Havey. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> calling to be a heavy I don't know it would have been our mate Paul Provenza our mate Paul Provenza don't, but he wouldn't yeah don't he, you know, he would have he would have he would have like just disappeared yeah, yeah what if you'd have gone into some witness relocation program <laughs> because you because you, you you sung like a canary you might have about to about the go. death of, of Joey Lawrence well you know these and then you gotta go to another cable network and hide <laughs> over there you gotta go to ovation <laughs> Hide your ass over at TBS. <laughs> I don't know where these people go. Well, that's what uh, oh, I was going to be rude and say. That's what Conan's doing right now. Oh, no. that, that's just that's just a joke. Love. We love Conan. Love Conan. Yeah, I don't He's, give that much of a shit. You know, it's all right. It's, it's all right. right. It's all right. right. It's all right. It's just He's it's right. just silly, mate. It's just a joke. Love. Say hi. Say hi to Barry while you're there. Say hello to Barry. You got to watch this movie. I'm serious because we've been saying hello to Barry. We say hello to Barry a couple times a day. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you gotta what? You gotta watch Snowtown Murders. That is it. That is it. As soon as this is over, go start looking up. If you got Netflix streaming, it's on there. Snowtown Murders. But it's get ready. There. This isn't the whole family. Let's sit down and watch a movie. This no, is no. a. This is a creepy. It's not a. It's not a. Um, a horror like scary no. movie. It's a. It's it's true story. Mm-hmm. It, very, it just fucking fucked my head up for a bit. But that's what makes it scarier. It's scarier than horror because yeah. this is true. This is a it's true story. Truth, yeah. It really happened. It's not made up. It's unsettling. It. I was unsettled the whole time watching it. Yeah. There's not one moment where I was like, "Yeah, it's not." Yeah, I'm, loving, I'm loving this movie. It's not. It's like just holy shit. What? No. It, it just. And I think that's what they did. And the look of it too. It's very sort of bleak mm-hmm. and dark. Yeah, it reminds sets me... sets a, a mood and a tone. It does set a mood and a tone. It really does. And it it's reminds like my eyes. Me, um, <laughs> it's a little bit green and there's a bit blue. It's both green and blue, this movie. And black. I mean, it's, it's the darkest that noir can get. But it's true life. And we've got to accept what happens in the world. Um, like we accepted this past weekend. Yes. With Bobby. I uh, also did a couple, I cut a, a couple of things, um, but one of them I was uncomfortable with that I just pulled out of it, um, where I did a video where I was naked and I was kind of like, they were trying to get me to do, um, I didn't want to be in it naked anyway. I, I just sort of said, okay, fine. Yeah. But I, I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Like I'll be naked all the time. Like I don't really care about uh-huh. my body being used as um, a prop. It doesn't bother me. Mm. I mean, because I'm sort of, I don't know, I have a lot of tattoos and my body is sort of recognizable. And also my feeling is that, you know, I'm almost 45 and I do want people to know what 45 really looks like. 
like what a normal 45 year old woman really looks like they should be able to see that because you don't get to see that in cinema no not at all well i'll just say that um it was a sketch that some guys were doing yeah and you told me i'm going to be naked in it and i'm like oh well whatever you're comfortable with is is fine for you you look better than the average 45 year old you look average better than the average 20 something year old yeah i mean you've you've held up fantastically you do look amazing even bobby said that yeah you think you do look wonderful which that's beside the point that's not to no that's not to um you know for anything but you do look fantastic thank you but i know what you mean like you want to show like i'm cool with it but um it was um it was just a weird it was a weird thing like i i don't know how somebody goes Oh, how you you know who we could get for this Margaret Cho, and we'll get a we'll get a Starkers. <laughs> She'll get her kit off and come. Like you're you're like the Helen Mirren of uh, <laughs> of web videos now. <laughs> Which I'm cool getting my kit it's off. Like, it's like the cook, the thief, the wife, her lover, and these fucking wankers, <laughs> and you. It was like a Peter Greenaway um, video. <laughs> it was so Peter Greenaway. Well, she it's had it. Everything worse. he does, everybody's. Did you see the one where it was the man and his son? And they're both naked, and they're and they're having it away together. What? The I don't know what the movie. I don't even know what the movie was. But um, uh, was it Eight and a Half Women? Oh shit! I didn't see that. I don't know. I maybe didn't that's, even know. About maybe that. that's what it was. Yeah, there's an older man and a son, and they're together. It is his grown-up son, the father and the son. They're both both adults. And then Tony Collette's in it, and she's it's all there. And um, and yeah, it's a weird. It's a Peter Greenaway movie. I haven't seen that. I have to see that. Yeah, but the the, the father and the son they're having because you're like, hang on, what? Yeah, and the one the one thing is the one the older bloke and he's been in a bunch of stuff and I'm just I'm way off the subject but anyway it just struck me because um, it's a great reference mm-hmm. Peter Greenaway because yeah, yeah, everything totally. he does everyone does a, what's the clothing budget on the Peter Greenaway movie <laughs> not much it's pretty good <laughs> but the one bloke he's the older guy he's the father. And he has the hairiest nutsack. No, God. It's ridiculous. And I don't know what to judge it by, but to yeah, me, it, it was a fucking, it was like so hairy that it was like, it, it come up around. Oh my God. It was a very hairy, oh like not, not like a, just a, a man's, I don't know what you call it, pubic bush area. The mm. fucking, the balls were so hairy wow. that it was like, it was, <laughs> it encompassed everything. Wow. So, yeah, when you're done watching Snowtown, I think it's Eight and a Half Women. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or it mm-hmm. might be another Peter Greenaway movie, but it's Billy very, it was, that unsettled me too. Yeah, yeah. Because he was a father, and, and they've got a relate him and the son, they're getting it on. Pubes of an architect. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know that film. I have to watch I'll have it. To, I'll have to do some research on that. Anyway. Is it The Baby of Macon? No. The Pubes of Macon? No, it was... I think it was eight and a half women, but I don't know. Mm. I might be confusing that. We'll have to look it up. But because it, it was his version of eight, eight, you know, eight and a half, yeah. the Fellini film. Yeah, like yeah. he did some, like it's, it's, but it's comes out of that movie somehow. Mm. Well, I, all I know is a guy had a very hairy bush. Hairy. Um, Nut bush city limits. That's it. <laughs> that's it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> You'll never be able to listen to that song again. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can now. <laughs> I don't, I mean, nut, nut, nut bush city limits. Remember that song? It was Tina Turner, Nut Bush City Limits. I remember that song well. Yeah. But now I frame it differently. Yes, I, I know. Now it's completely <laughs> well, different. Like, and I don't want to be in those city limits. Population two. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so you that's the thing to me it's like um you you were in a video for some people that you, I don't think you know at all. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know them. And you're completely naked, but yeah. you don't have an issue with that. No, that's not it. It's but I don't know that... how that comes about because like I said to you that day, I felt really like I felt like I asked you to do a, a, a line of audio in an animated thing that I did. Yeah. And I felt like I was taking advantage of you, asking no, you to do that. No. I didn't know I could get your kid off. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, didn't, I didn't ask for enough. But that's the funny thing. Like, I felt like I felt so honored that you would do that. Oh, you're so sweet. And these guys. So, yeah. So you go in. Well, I just felt uncomfortable because they kept pressing the issue about, because I was supposed to be um, naked and then I had to have, like, they wanted to put petroleum jelly on me and they go, well, that's not possible because I am allergic to petroleum jelly and it would actually be a problem if they put any on my skin. Yeah. And then they wouldn't ask, they wouldn't stop. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't like, well, could we put it just on your hands? And I'm like, no, I... It, well, they kept then going, well, what if we put on, um, um, what it, if we put on uh, hand sanitizer? Yeah, antibacterial. What, what about Astroglide? How about a bit of Tabasco sauce? <laughs> they kept having like a backup... Because it was no, supposed no. to be afterbirth. You were yeah. the fetus. Yeah, coming out of... Coming out of some, some kind of... vagina, yeah. but I was like, well, you can't really do that. And they're like, well, what about water? And I was like, that's fine. Um, so then they put water on me, and then I think at the second point that they put water on me, he felt uncomfortable that he was putting water on me. So he asked me to put it on myself. Yeah. Because I, I realized that, oh, wait, this is kind of... Now he's realized he's overstepped his bounds. Yeah. Yeah. So then he handed me the water glass and I did it to myself. And it was actually quite refreshing because it was hot in there. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I mean, they were, you know, they were trying to do their thing, but I was just really uncomfortable. And then afterwards, like, when we were leaving, it was dripping wet. Right. And then um, we had a towel that we had sort of brought in there. But then we were going to like take a towel of theirs. And he said, oh, just leave that close because we're going to need that. And then I was kind of like, well... Fuck you, I'm going to fucking take yeah. the towel. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll just put my clothes. Like, I was kind of mad at that point, so I just put my clothes on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like wet, but like I didn't care because I just sort of wanted to get out of there. But then it was just weird. I was livid. Yeah. I could barely Jay contain my anger because it's like you were comfortable doing whatever you were doing. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. That's your business. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And they were on a time crunch i know production even for silly videos you got to get everything shot and done this guy was quibbling over the towel he said don't don't go too far with it yeah and i and i think if i had you if i was lucky enough to have you in my video at Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. let alone stark bollocks naked (laughs) which doesn't apply to women but it just sounds like a good term it's good stark starkers I wouldn't fucking care. You could have the towel. Yeah. I would be th- I would be so like thankful and appreciative. So I felt like they were disrespectful of you. They took mm-hmm. advantage of you. Yeah. Somebody put you in a situation that you shouldn't have been yeah. in. You, I mean, you, whether you wanted to be naked or happy about it, that's fine. That's your thing. But this bloke was so shirty about his towel. Like, don't yeah. take the towel. And he he's a wanker wearing a fucking knitted cap. You know that one where it's, like pull back <laughs> towards the back of the head yeah and it's sort of like baggy like fuck off and it's 100 degrees you know? in there yeah and i just you know but i've said to you it's like it took every ounce of everything i have to restrain myself no. from but i told you i wasn't gonna, i didn't want to yell at them mm-hmm. i didn't want to like i didn't want to like you fucking wankers do you know what you've done you know i didn't want to get i wanted to get quiet yeah that's why i told you i wanted to get all um like ray winston on them <laughs> 
you know, that great actor from, from the UK, Ray Winston, who's in Sexy Beast, and he always plays a gangster, mm-hmm. and he's got that fucking voice like that. <laughs> Because that, you know, that's more ominous. That yeah. bloke, like I walk up like a fucking gentleman. I need a word in your fucking <laughs> ear right now. We need a fucking, I need to school you and how you treat a lady. Like cause <laughs> even the gangsters know how to treat a lady. Oh, yeah. That's, you they, know what I mean? That's really big know. in their culture. You're like, yeah. you don't fucking disrespect my fucking woman, mate. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing. It would. It's like I felt like you was totally, and that would scare the shit out of them all. Because if you go like you fucking, are, and then you get all loud, and then they go, oh, well, you know, it's scary. But that fucking guy that like talks to you <laughs> like that, like a fucking word, mate. We need to fucking have a quick chat. That's more like I don't know what this bastard's capable of. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wanted to do that and let them know that I thought they were, I, I was, I was honestly, I'm joking about it, but I was really pissed off at the disrespect that they gave to you. Yeah. They well, were very disrespectful. Well, it was terrible. And now I've rescinded my invitation to be in the video. So if they put me in it, that's a real affront. If they put me in the video, now I'm going to say I was raped. <laughs> 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 but I love that Ray Winston. Wait. Oh, I'll give you a talking to, mate. He's got that sort of like that low one, and he's got that fucking that East End fucking voice too. And he's like, "Oh, fucking all right, mate." Just he's and he's such a brilliant actor. Yeah, but it's you know that's like there's more. There's nothing scarier. Like you're acting the ass, and then this fucker's behind you. Um, fucking lads, <laughs> fucking calm it down just a bit. You know, we we're, we're gonna go over there and have a quick chat. And I'm gonna fucking teach you some manners, you fucking assholes. That's so good. Lads, <laughs> lads, gentlemen, if I could have a fucking word in your ear, that I think that would they would have shit their pants. Well, it's so intimidating because then it's like when it's quiet. Yes, because it's like you can expect somebody to yell and shout, yeah. and maybe they're I don't know what this bloke's up to. The quiet one, that quiet bloke. It's really it's like the most <laughs> scary. Like it's the most like because he's holding himself back yes it's restraint but it's also like that's his business mm-hmm. fucking taking care of motherfucker and cutting fucking breaking your fingers yeah that's yeah. my business that's, that's what i fucking do that's what i fucking do every mate. day <laughs> so it fucking doesn't mate it doesn't fucking pay no mind for me mate to fucking have you strapped down and i fucking cut your fingers off one by fucking one <laughs> because i do it i do it every day for pay then i have my fucking cup of tea but this time, I would do it for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the best because it's like this time he's doing it for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for my woman, mate. <laughs> this time. I need to teach you how to treat a lady. <laughs> it's so good. I almost want to just have that voice all the time now, you know. You're very good at it and it's really natural. Or a bit, a bit, a bit of Michael Caine. Lads, gentlemen. Uh, bit of that, bit of that too. You know, something scary. You know, bit, bit posh. Yeah. Well, Michael Caine. I don't like the fucking direction that this fucking video is going in. I'll tell you something. <laughs> He's more shouty though. He's more louder. You He's know? a little shouty, but he also. In a way that he talks, it doesn't seem like he's raising his voice because he's just no. asserting himself, no. but not yelling. No. But Ray Winston. But Ray Winston's like, you know, that, <laughs> that bloke, that bloke fucking just, just sort of sidles up to you. Um, it's something I need to discuss with you right now. <laughs> shit. He's like, holy shit. I'm going to die. 
and, when, and when you're a bit older too, I'm, I'm old enough to sort of pull that off now too, because it's like, oh, this bastard means some business. Well, we're both old enough to command a bit of respect no matter what, but this was a bad, I, I shouldn't have gotten myself into the situation. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm getting myself out of it. And if they do share the video, then that's a real kind of like, Mm. That's an asshole move. Well, it's a it's an asshole move, and it's also kind of like you're doing something that I asked you not to do. Mm-hmm. And I was so accommodating in the beginning when I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. But that that's sort of a lot of different things. But in a sense, to me, the day was really all about Dom. Yeah. And that we got to talk to an old friend. Yes. And somebody that we love very much. And talk about something because i haven't seen him since joey adams died really not since all that time no it's been it's been a good long time several 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 years so dom always talks to me about the shoes i've worn (laughs) (laughs) he's very he's very funny he's such a great comic and and but yet it always comes down to what shoes did you wear he and russell peters are the same oh yeah always want to talk to me about my shoes I don't know what that is. They are enthusiasts of footwear. I, they appreciate I a good piece of... Um, Very interested. I don't know what the word is for shoes other than footwear. 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 Ladies footwear. Ladies footwear. But my, not, not ladies footwear, just my footwear, Your footwear in, yeah. in, in general. Which, um, you know, I have a foot fetish too to some degree. So I love foot, foot footwear. I love my footwear. I, yeah. I wouldn't pay so much attention to my shoes and... I always have really spectacular shoes on, so I'm glad that they appreciate, but they mm-hmm. may be the only ones in the world that appreciate. No, uh, others have noticed, probably, but not, maybe not to, not to, maybe not to the extent, and, and maybe, maybe they, nobody's able to express it like them because they're near you. They're, yeah, and they're near me, and they're artistic, and they have a lot of language skills, and yes. they want to talk to me about it. But um, So, you know, after all this buildup, now we're going to talk to Dom Herrera, yeah, just a quick, brief chat with the amazing Dom Herrera. We are here with uh, Dom Herrera. Hello, Margaret Cho. We haven't seen each other for a long time either. My sweet flower of love, how are you? You're the best. <laughs> well, I just want to talk really quickly um, for our podcast, Monsters of Talk. We're here with Jim Short also. And we are... Um, Very handsome. Handsome and hilarious. Yes. Um, Two H's. Handsome and hilarious. But homo, han- no, no, just no, handsome just and hilarious. Handsome hilarious. If everything goes well with HH, homo and handsome and Heil, Heil and Hitler. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, I wanted to talk about one thing that um, you and I haven't discussed. Now, you and I sat next to each other on the dais of the, the Friars... Um, they, the Friars Club, they roasted Drew Carey. Was it right. Drew? It was Drew Carey. It was in New York, right? It was in New York. The Sheridan. And by the way, we killed... Well, <laughs> we kill, we kill, we kill. You and I were seated on the desk uh, next to Joey Adams. Right. Joey Adams is a, a writer for the New York Post, I believe. Yeah, he's Gossip a columnist. columnist. Well, old school guy. He'd been around for... He was in his 80s, right? At least. Yeah. So at one point um, during the event, Joey walked back from the dais, and you and I uh, were sitting on the dais still, and we heard a fall. Uh, we heard Fuck. a loud... Thump. A large thump during Bob Zaney's act, which, by the way, there have been many thumps during his act, but this wasn't his fault. No. We had, we had uh, got up and looked. I remember you and I got up and looked. We yeah. got up from the dais, we yeah, turned around yeah. and looked, and then we saw Joey Adams' body fallen all the way off the dais. I thought he had fallen through a plank 
Yeah. It broke. What I thought, but see, this is what's interesting about the memory, was that the chair went back and he fell backwards. Mm-hmm. I thought he pushed his chair back. So we have, But I do remember us being together and looking at it. Very yeah. weird scene, surreal, because Zany was on stage and he, he, he was so confused because half the audience, he was having a great set, and the other half is in, is in chaos. Yeah. Like they're being attacked by a swarm or something, and they're all <laughs> running around, and you see this buzz. Remember that? Yeah. Wow. And this, the show didn't stop, though. They kept filming. They kept continuing filming. And then Joey Adams actually died. Show you what a cold business show business is. Well, <laughs> I know. You know, even that somebody... really must go on. It, did, it kept going. He's dead. But he didn't die there. But it was just like his body no. was down there. Yeah. And nothing stopped. They just keep going. I think they were they were filming, and they didn't want to panic everybody, maybe, or right. nobody didn't. Know, I don't. What do you What do you think? Nobody cared about Joey Adams. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> yeah, who would they stop the show for? Yeah, Drew Carey. For Drew, sure. if Drew, had, Drew had fallen back Drew there, or um... maybe if Kipadato fell back there. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people might be happy about that. That's <laughs> he was he was pushed. <laughs> he was pushed by the comedy community. <laughs> But it's a it's something that I was uh, I I was I was um, subpoenaed to go to court. Yeah, and I wasn't. I, yeah, why didn't they call you? I guess because I'm Italian and they don't want me to know too much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird because we're sitting next to each other. I know, and and we were um, both there, and we both witnessed it. Although we witness it differently now, I remember That's I've been crashing yeah. through, and you said it was just. But doesn't that show you something about the memory? Because we have no agenda here. We're right. not. We're not arguing. We're not. We just. We remember it differently, and it's so bizarre, you know. Yeah, and he and I, d- died. I don't know if I'm right. I don't know. It's the way I think I remember it, you know. Well, I felt bad. I felt bad because you know this His, guy died from from that. I don't know if he died from that. He's rather old anyway. Yeah. No, he died from that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It didn't help. Yeah. It, didn't, it never helps to take a, a, a ten foot fall <laughs> and or to cement. It was the, bad. His wife was there too. Yeah. Oh. So man. terrible. Yeah. But it was like the weirdest thing just to be with Dom Herrera and just looking and there's a body, and then we're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we called people over too. Yeah. To help him, we were maybe the first responders. I like that. Yeah, I believe that we were because we were right next to him. I think I dove and start giving him mouth to mouth resuscitation. Yeah, probably. I dove on him, mm-hmm. start making out with him. D- Dom Herrera, <laughs> true hero. <laughs> true hero. But it's very funny that you would bring this story up because I like totally put it out of my mind. How cold is that? Yeah. Well, it's not. It's it's not something that I, I think. You know, it, it was just a really strange event that happened. And, um, you know, in our show, we talk a lot about accidents and pain and the nature of pain and, oh. and, and things that happen that, be, you know, kind of befall us. And, you know, we're comedians. We're not supposed to be that privy to the dark side of life. But, in fact, usually we are more privy to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to get hurt at a roast. Maybe your feelings a little. Right. But not a crash to the floor. And, so it's yeah. so odd. So it's so odd. Did anybody roast him? While he was on the ground. No, I don't think a lot of people didn't know what was going on. It's a really big ballroom, and only a, cer- a certain section saw him go down. Yeah, and we the, saw it very closely. So, yeah. are they ready? Okay, so we're just going to wrap up, but um, I just wanted to go over that with you because it's such a fascinating. Well, I hope that we have other memories uh, better than that. Well, we'll have lots more from, from now on. I remember working with you in San Francisco, and I was telling Bobby Lee, and I hate to use the word middle act, but you were new. So you were in the the middle spot. You were the very first person I've ever seen draw in the middle spot. It was amazing. I go, who is this girl? I love this. I mean, I always loved you. You know that. You you come in with your 
your great shoes and your and your and you're always good on stage and I don't want to get semi maudlin on you but it's great to see you doing well and uh, I just remember that that moment of like you know wow you know it's like nobody does that out of the box yeah well that's you know? beautiful yeah well, good to see you. you great to see you God bless Joey Adams God bless Joey Adams <laughs> God rest, May he rest in peace <laughs> in pieces I mean peace <laughs> thank you you're welcome you can tweet us at Monsters of Talk. You can tweet me at Margaret Show. Where can they tweet you? Uh, I'm at, at I, I feel like I'm going to say at, at. I'm at, at Jimmy Shelter. It's like Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But with a J, J-I-M-M-E, Shelter. And um, they can listen to us on SoundCloud every Monday at 9 a.m. We were like clockwork on there. They can listen to, to us on iTunes. They can subscribe to us on iTunes. We have so much going on. We're about to go to New York. Um, we have a huge roster of guests there, and uh, some guests we're going to force um, to be on the show. <laughs> we're going to talk to them like we're going to go up and go. Look, you got a, we've got a microphone here. A word with you on the mic. We need a word, Mike. I think everybody's thrilled to, to to talk to us. Everybody's thrilled to talk to us. I mean, people really love the show. Uh, we love our listeners, so we are. The Monsters of Talk, and we will talk to you next time.